Okay, BC's minimum wage going up uh, on June 1st. What do you think it is? What do you think if you're thinking British Columbia, what's minimum wage? $16.75 an hour. It's about 35000 a year if you do a 40-hour work week, 52 weeks of the year. Uh, an increase of more than a dollar an hour in that province, and it puts it uh, almost $2 an hour more than the province of Alberta. We're at 15 bucks. Um, and there's on top of that, they're also planning to tie further increases to the rate of inflation. Like I said, Alberta's minimum wage is about $15 an hour, 31000 a year. The province just a couple of weeks ago released a, a long-completed report. Actually, it had been done for a number of years into the minimum wage increase brought in by the NDP government when it went to $15 and the impact that might have had. Um, and they also said at that time there was absolutely no plans to further increase or change in any way the minimum wage structure within the province of Alberta. There's been some talk of, you know, making it regional or, you know, changing the rules when it comes to people who work in liquor service because they get more tips and all the rest of that stuff. So a lot of talk about minimum wage. Let's go through it with uh, Ian Hussey now. Ian is a research manager at the Parkland Institute. Ian, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Good morning. Um, that, that move by BC, that's a pretty big jump, uh, much higher than Alberta right now, $16.75 an hour. What's your take on that decision? Is it, is it good for Alberta, bad for Alberta? And what about BC? Is that, is that too much too fast? Uh, no, it's not too much too fast. I would say for Alberta, what it means is about 200,000 Alberta workers are just falling behind other provinces. Ontario is also above our minimum wage of $15 an hour. Uh, for BC, a uh, dollar ten. This has happened previously in British Columbia history. It's also happened in Alberta under the NDP. And that study that was done under the Kenny government actually showed, with those increases by the previous NDP government, we didn't lose jobs because of those increases. So a dollar ten is not too much. And what I love about the BC government um, is they're showing leadership. They're actually raising the minimum wage. They're talking about minimum wage being a living wage people can actually live on making uh full-time hours and they're tying it to inflation which is a good economic principle when we talk about living wage versus minimum wage um what's the difference there i mean how far apart are those two numbers yeah well in alberta we have uh, a study from last year from the alberta living wage uh coalition and it actually shows universally in Alberta, um, the living wage is over $17 an hour. And in most communities, it's over $20 an hour. It's similar in BC. Most communities in BC, the living wage is over $20 an hour. And what the living wage is, it's the wage you would need um, to have... Uh, to cover the basic necessities of life. And so that's your rent, your food, uh, your childcare, all those things. And so minimum wage is more of a legal principle that was established you know, a long time ago of governments um, to say, well, this is the legal minimum, but it's not necessarily going to cover all of those basic necessities of life. In Alberta, that's why we're seeing skyrocketing uh, people going to food banks and relying on the charitable sector and, and government social services because they can't actually afford the things they need to live. Yeah, it expands what we call the working poor, right? I mean, they, they have jobs, they're making money, they, they're earning a quote-unquote living, but it, it's, it's not a living wage. 
Exactly. And and that's the real principle of it is if someone's working a full-time job, they should not be poor. They should be lifted out of poverty. And that's not happening at $15 an hour. It's not even happening in most communities at $17 an hour. And so it's great that, you know, the government of BC is talking about that. They've raised their minimum wage. They're, they're going to release a subsequent study uh, soon about the living wage in BC, and they, we, they, they might raise their minimum wage again. Whereas in Alberta, we're not talking about these things. We're just, we've just frozen our minimum wage for five years. We've had really high inflation for the last two years, and we're expecting people to just tread water, and a lot of people cannot. Um, I want to go back to the report. You mentioned that it showed we didn't lose any jobs. I thought it said, you know, the, the, the increase when we're talking about 2015 to 2018, it showed we lost about 25,000 jobs, uh, primarily in the younger ages, 15 to 24. But my reading of the report this weekend showed that we did lose a number of jobs with the minimum wage increase. Uh, no, in fact. So I'll, I'll just start with what the report actually shows. Okay. It has a data table in the report that goes by age category. So, you know, 15 to 19, 20 to 24, et cetera. And what it showed is uh, for almost every age category and almost every year, the NDP raised the minimum wage, the number of jobs in each age category went up. There was only two exceptions, and that was in 2017, uh, ages 15 to 17, they lost 1,700 jobs. And the next year, that age category gained 7,600 jobs. And so what the report actually shows is, had the minimum wage stayed at $10.20 an hour, a small percentage of teenagers would have likely gained additional jobs. But what that means is the 200,000 workers who make minimum wage would have their wages frozen at $10.20 an hour, and they wouldn't be able to live on that wage. So it's like, you know, the the panel was made up of a, a couple of economists, a couple of folks from uh, the business lobby, and the economists did advanced statistical analysis to show, uh, largely in line with existing economic literature, that, you know, a small percentage of teens would have gained jobs. And that's why they're saying there was a loss of jobs. Um, okay, uh, tying tying it to inflation, which um, you know, like like you mentioned, BC is doing that would have been a six point nine percent increase last year. I mean, the costs are going up. I, it's it's tough for me because I I understand the costs are going up for everybody and people earning minimum wage. It's extremely difficult to make ends meet. But the businesses that were asking to pay that same wage, they're facing the same cost increases. How do you strike that balance? Well, right now, I mean, let's just talk about the economic reality. A lot of businesses have a labor shortage, meaning they, they cannot attract workers because maybe they're not willing to yeah, pay yeah. enough wages. And if we look at the food sector where a lot of minimum wage workers work, the average wage in the food sector for the last couple of years is over $18 an hour. So it's more than $3 an hour above the minimum wage. So leaving the minimum wage at $15 an hour is really only serving uncompetitive, low-wage employers. Gotcha. Uh, Ian, I'm out of time, but I do appreciate you being here. Thanks so much.